You're listening to Weird AF News with Jonesy. A new Oregon law makes it legal to eat roadkill. Mmm, yum, yum, yum. I don't know about you guys, but I've, uh, I haven't had roadkill this month, so, uh, <laughs> or in my whole life <laughs> that I know of. Uh, but before strapping that deer carcass to the top of your Subaru, here's a few helpful pointers from this website that I came across. Um, state law now allows people to salvage the carcasses of large game animals, such as deer and elk, that have been accidentally struck by vehicles uh, in Oregon. Uh, smaller critters like squirrels, porcupines, and raccoons have always been legal to take home. You'll be happy to know. But now you can take the big ones home, too. That seems strange to me, because I would have I would have thought that you would have been able to take the big ones home, but not the little ones. The little ones seem like they carry disease. There's like more of a chance that they're carrying diseases. Am I right about this? I know nothing about uh, wildlife, really. I'm just guessing. Squirrels are more apt to carry diseases, I feel like. The possums, like, rather than an elk. Maybe I'm wrong, though. Advocates including people for the ethical treatment of animals, argue the practice is more humane than leaving the animals to rot and that roadkill provides more nutritional value than store-bought meat. Wow. PETA is saying, take that roadkill home, baby. I'm surprised that PETA's all for this. I guess, you know, I really can't get my finger on, on what PETA's all about. You know, they're just, they're hard to pin down. They're so weird. Um, of course, the article says, Oregonians... Did I say that right? Oregonians can't just treat the highway like an open carniceria. Several rules have been put in place to prevent vehicular poaching. And then there's this important caveat. Quote, any person who salvages a deer or elk will consume the meat at their own risk. Yeah, of course. Obviously. I mean, you really don't know what you're getting there. So, like, obviously it's at your, it's at your own risk. Right? So what are the steps? What happens if you uh, if you come across this? Well, if you come across a carcass on the side of the highway, uh, this article says your initial thought should be, how long has this carcass been here? Several telltale, telltale signs exist to age a piece of roadkill. How fresh is the blood? Is it coated in dust from passing cars? Uh, one surefire way to scan for the freshness is, is just a simple eye test. Uh, Meaning, you look at their eyes. If the eyes are glassy and watery still, it's relatively fresh. Even if they're bulging out of the skull, they'll still maintain a little bit of moisture as well. As it ages, the eyes of the animal dry out and they look drier and cloudier and kind of crustier. <laughs> After that, you can give the fur a tug. If you pull on the fur and it stays in the skin, it's a good sign. That means the hide isn't rotten yet. If the fur pulls out of the animal, uh, do not eat it. <laughs> also check this the orifices the orifices for maggots. <laughs> oh my god, this is this article is extremely serious. There's no humor in it. I just can't stop laughing at it because it just seems bananas to me that this would be going down. Um so if you've determined the animal's fresh enough to eat, are you okay to just fry it up? Um <laughs> man. Well, this author says that there's no there's not 100% sure. There's no way to be 100% sure that this carcass is disease-free. The good news is that cooking an animal well will kill most of the, the diseases that it contains, and there are ways to identify potential contamination. 
when you're gutting it, look at the organs, specifically the liver. If it has a spotted liver, liver, it's questionable. Do not eat it. A general rule of thumb is to avoid picking up roadkill in urban environments overall, where the animal is more likely to have uh, consumed something poisonous or perhaps even subsisted on garbage. According to the author, a 2006 study found 65% of city-dwelling raccoons in Portland carry Balasascaris geez, or raccoon roundworm. It's a parasite that has evolved to be inside of a raccoon, not a human. If it gets inside a human, it doesn't know what to do, so it basically eats its way through the body to the brain and then just eats holes in your brain. So, uh, yeah, uh, eat at your own risk. Ooh, yeah. There's a... Any general tips for cooking roadkill? Well, this article says preparing roadkill for consumption is the same as a hunted animal. There is, however, one difference that can affect the flavor. Oftentimes, when you catch an animal, you'll bleed it out really quickly to get that blood out of the animal so it doesn't coagulate. That's another one of those things that make it taste a lot more gamier, that the blood coagulates in it. I definitely think that that adds a factor in roadkill flavor, that they're just going to die there. Especially if their head gets crushed or they have internal organ damage, they're going to bleed internally more so, than, more so than they would bleed externally. Soaking the animal in brine can help pull some of that blood and lessen the gaminess. Oh boy. Uh, what animals to avoid? Skunks, definitely. Uh, I would say, yeah. The skunk is really oily. Um, that's all they say, though. They say you can eat every, everything else is good to go. <laughs> so just skunks, really? I was, you know, I don't know. I don't know how I feel about eating certain animals. I, I mean, you know what? Here's the thing. I just went to the, the, the disgusting food museum and tried a bunch of shit. I'll, I'll pretty much try anything. That's what I'm getting at. By the way, if you want to watch that video of me trying some stuff, it's on my, it's on my Patreon only. You got to be a patron to enjoy that. Well, this raises a lot of questions, guys. I'm sure you're going to call into Weird AF News and weigh in on this. Uh, 646-450-2012. Um, are you into it? Eating roadkill? What do you think of this? I'm sh- it's better than just rotting away, right? I agree. I kind of agree with PETA on this case, on this situation. But then here's the, here's the thing. What if you drive up to it, but another there's another driver there. Now you both come up upon this, like, this elk or deer. Who gets to take it? Do you flip a coin? How do you get... How do you... How do we ascertain this? There's got to be some... We've got to get to the bottom of this. Uh, but yeah, I'm, uh, I'm, I, I support this. It's weird, man. It's weird. A woman has been banned from Walmart after riding around in an electric cart while drinking wine from a Pringles can. And she's my hero, basically. This is who I want to spend the rest of my life with, is this woman. Uh, this is Wichita Falls, Texas. A woman has been banned from Walmart after authorities say she rode around the parking lot in, a, in an electric scooter for hours while drinking wine from a Pringles can. <laughs> the Pringles can is just such a strange container for wine. I mean, imagining, I'm imagining the, not the small Pringles can, but like the full-size Pringles can filled to the brim. That, that'll fit like a, at least a bottle of wine in there. That's how you do it. You don't want anyone to know what you're drinking? Put it in that. I'm gonna take her. I'm gonna take a tip from her <laughs> next time I'm drinking in public. It's gonna put it a, a whole bottle of wine. Just empty it right in a Pringles can. It fits perfectly. Uh, it happened outside of Walmart in Wichita Falls. Police were called to the store where a witness said 
The lady had been riding an electric cart for disabled shoppers around the parking lot for hours. She was also allegedly drinking wine from a Pringles chips can. Police found her at a nearby restaurant and told her she was banned from the Walmart location. She probably doesn't even give a shit. I love they track her down. What do they have? They had investigators on the case. They got a helicopter on the scene, shining that light, looking for a <laughs> looking for a poor woman in a in an electric cart. Then they get her and they're like, "All right, hey, we heard what you did. You're banned from Walmart. Bye. Good job, police. Good job." The employees requested officers to ban the woman themselves. That's what happened. Uh, she was riding around. It says for several hours. That's not very specific. I'd imagine. I mean, you can't drink that. Bo- I mean, how many bottles of wine? Several hours. You could drink several bottles of wine out of several Pringles cans, not just one. It sounds to me like she was just babying this one bottle of wine here. <laughs> and I, you know, I honestly don't see what's wrong with that. I, <laughs> you know? As long as she's not in the store disrupting people that are shopping in there, so what? Let her ride around in a cart in the in the parking lot. Who gives a damn? <laughs> She's probably, you know, the restaurant she was hanging out in, I mean, you're not allowed to bring in outside beverages, though. Let's be real. That's where we draw the line, okay? You can't be bringing in a Pringles can filled with wine into into a restaurant, okay? She should be banned from that restaurant, not the Walmart parking lot. Hell with it. They ought to give her a job just, uh, you know, corralling the shopping carts in Walmart. She's obviously into the parking lot, you know. Just give her, you don't have to give her any pay. Just give her, like... Give her a bottle of wine and a Pringles can and let her let her collect shopping carts in the, in the Walmart parking lot. I'm sure she... Everyone wins. Everybody wins. I feel like... Oh, man. I, I want to say this is one of the strangest public drinking incidences I've heard of, and I've been doing Weird AF News for a while. Uh, I myself have done some crazy shit drinking in public. Uh, I'm not going to share any of those with you at the moment. Um... But if, you, if you'd like to share one with me, I, I would appreciate that because I love to hear weird stories from, from the personal lives of my weirdos. You know, tell me an incident where you were doing something bananas in public drunk. Uh, I would love to hear from that. I'll tell you one thing I did. I stole an extremely expensive plant out of the lobby of a Chinese food restaurant. Uh, and the last thing I heard was them, were them yelling, I'm calling the police. Stop, I'm calling the police. And I just kept running with the plant. <laughs> And then I brought that plant to my friend's house in in uh, Quincy, Mass, which is a little south of Boston. And I put it, I put it, he had a fireplace. I put it above the fire. It was a beautiful plant, by the way. I put it on the mantle. I wonder if he still has it. I should ask him. This was years ago. He probably doesn't have it. Man, it was, it was lovely, though. Now we have a paranormal story. People are claiming to see red-eyed Bigfoot. At night in North Carolina woods, uh, Moxville, North Carolina, multiple reports of a Bigfoot with glowing red eyes in the North Carolina town of Moxville have been explained. And it turns out the callers, they weren't imagining things. Uh, the animal services for that county revealed on Facebook that the creature seen standing in a forested area is actually an eight foot wooden statue of a Bigfoot and not the real thing. Oh, look at that. Here I was thinking that this was a real red-eyed Bigfoot. <laughs> I mean, they're seeing the Bigfoot. It's just not a, it's not a real one. This handsome fellow stands on Pine Ridge Road, says the county's post. If you're traveling this road at night, please be advised that the 
the eyes appear to glow. If you see this phenomenon, you do not need to call animal control or call the police and report seeing a Bigfoot or a Sasquatch or any other large, large creature. Thank you very much. Animal services told the Charlotte Observer the statue's eyes are embedded with red glass marbles, which are reflecting the headlights of the passing cars and freaking the shit out of people. The, the, department has, the police department has received multiple calls about this all at night from people who think they're seeing the legendary creature. <laughs> yeah. The existence of Bigfoot, the article says, also known as Sasquatch, has not been proven, but sightings have been reported for decades across the nation. Yeah, so if you guys are down there, look, at this isn't the real Bigfoot. I'm just letting you know. This is a wooden statue that someone... Put. I mean, why would you put that there? You know you're going to freak out people. I mean, maybe that's the purpose, to freak them out. National Geographic reports that the existence of this creature called Bigfoot is supported largely by circumstantial evidence, including very grainy videos and oversized footprints. Experts believe most reported sightings are a case of mistaken identity involving other animals. And I agree. Uh, I, I do not... I am not sensitive to the Bigfoot phenomenon whatsoever. I don't... Uh, that's... Uh, I think that's just crazy, crazy talk right there. Uh... Here's the, here's the evidence against Bigfoot, right? Not a single skeleton. Not one. You got no... How old is this thing? This thing's been in... You know, I'm talking about evolutionary terms. It's been, it's been around millions of years, or at least a million, right? Or half a million. No skeleton can be found. We're finding dinosaur skeletons that are 70 million plus years old. Haven't found one Bigfoot? Not one Bigfoot skeleton. Get out of here with that shit. That's why it's not... That's, that's it. That, that right there is enough to disprove it. Right there. Uh, and, you know, they're always digging up footprints, but that's not, it's not enough. The skeleton, yeah, I need to see a skeleton. That's the smoking gun. And then I'm like, okay, gotcha. That's the Bigfoot. Uh, now, gr- granted, I want the Bigfoot to be real. I-, I want all weird things to be real. I'm not, I'm not that much of a skeptic. I really want the weird to be. Not only that, I want to experience the weird. That's what I want. I've seen two F- UFOs in my life. Uh, what the hell they were, I don't know. But I, I love that I, in, I experienced that. And I want to experience a Sasquatch. Of course I do. I want to play checkers with a goddamn Sasquatch as we eat beef jerky. Who doesn't? Who doesn't? Hopefully, I can drink enough red wine out of Pringles cans where I'll, um, when I wander into the woods, I'll think I saw a Bigfoot. It's probably a raccoon that carries a, a raccoon roundworm. You see how I pulled all these stories together at the end with this story? <laughs> I hope you had a nice weekend, my fellow weirdos. This is Jonesy, the host. I want to thank, from Sacramento, Jay. You know him. You've heard him on the show before. He calls in all the time. He's, a, he's one of my patrons. He's, he's amazing. He sent me a big box of beef jerky and other things, including a letter. A letter. He says, Happy New Year. To my boy Jonesy, I hope you like the jerky. Now you know what I meant by my friend Jack or Mr. Lynx. Ha <laughs> ha. I know it's a horrible joke, almost as bad as my handwriting, (laughs) but at least I'm confident in my spelling. No spell checker with paper, LOL. Yes, he wrote me a handwritten letter, which I just love to get. Um, If you guys have followed me on Instagram, you'll see that I I, I got a letter about a week ago from one of my relatives, and I freaked out about it. Um, I just love getting letters. No one writes letters anymore. It's unbelievable. 
And then he goes on to complain about how his hand is cramping up because he's actually writing a letter. And I agree, man. I've written some letters and my hand cramps up. I'm out of practice, Jay. I'm out of practice. Look at Jay. Thank you so much. It means so much to get this uh, gift in the mail. I really appreciate that. I got more beef. I got beef jerky to last me the rest of the year, by the way. I gave some to my comedian friends the other night who, um, who are starving people. They're starving. They'll eat just about anything. And they love the beef jerky. And I do too. So thank you, guys. If you ever want to send me a gift, just reach out to me. Please don't send me any anthrax. Um, although if you're going to send it to me, what can I do about it? If you want Jonesy dead, you know, who am I to say? Who am I to stop you? <laughs> also, let's read some reviews I got on Amazon. Oh, yeah, baby. Let's do it. There's some good ones here. Uh, Jonesy is awesome. This dude is as poor as the rest of us, but he still gets up rain or shine and puts on this podcast full of hilarious stories from all over. The dude is way personable. And the bad reviews on here are people that don't get what Jonesy's trying to do. If you want dry and impersonal newscasters reading a script, then don't bother with this podcast. However, if you want a hilarious dude doing his thing basically for free, all the while putting his spin on the ridiculousness that is the world nowadays, then Jonesy is your guy. Sending love from Sacto, California. Again, Brother Jones from Trev. I don't know if I've read that one before, but I read it again, and it just made me so, so very happy. And we can be happy. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. If you guys want to leave a review, um, please do so for Weird AF News. It it helps me, I think. I think it helps my numbers. I don't know. I don't know what's going on. You know what really helps my numbers? If you check out my Patreon and join the damn thing. It's p-a-t-r-e-o-n dot com slash weirdafnews. Yeah, you can uh, send Jonesy two bucks a month, which is, the, which is like a, buy me a cup of coffee. Fantastic. What a great way to um, contribute to the Weird AF News um, and to my lifestyle, which is, uh, well, I have a coffee addiction, obviously. Can't wait. <laughs> What else was I going to say? I think that's about it. Uh, if you want to reach out to me on any other thing, here's my email. Funnyjones at gmail.com. The phone number I gave in a previous section, so you won't get that right here. Uh, on Instagram, I'm at funnyjones. On Twitter, at funnyjones. And on Facebook, it's Comedian Jonesy. I can't thank you guys enough for being fans of the show. You can listen to me on your smart speaker by telling your smart speaker to put on the Weird AF News podcast. Do that shit. Yeah, smart speaker. Speak to your AI, guys. Speak to it. One day it's going to do your laundry for you. And you're going to marry it. <laughs>